0: Welcome, Welcome to, to art, art. <laughs> with <laughs> <laughs> Fiona Verity. Say it again. Fiona? No. Fiona Verity. And Julie Nicholson. Okay, I'm going to. You're go starting. I'm starting. Okay. So, Amelia so happy to be in your funky office i think i haven't been this excited for weeks to be outside of the northern beaches in a very very cool space we just walked in through the motor mechanics and so we would love you to tell our listeners about your business art pharmacy which i absolutely love the name so if you could sort of give us a bit of a roundup, so i don't have to do it and sound like it's your obituary Yes. Ooh, I lo- oh, Ooh, my God. Even, the light just even moved. the light is sculptural in here, kids.
1: Did that just untangle? Yeah. Is that what happens? Yes, it's a... Um, I'm going to take a photo to put on Instagram oh and then people will
0: know. <laughs> There's such cool stuff.
1: There, you have got an amazing art collection here yeah. in the offices. We're going to have to tag a few things. Yes, we will. It's so good. Anyway. Yes. yes. We're,
2: okay. We will focus. Art Pharmacy. Tell and us about Art Pharmacy. Well, thank you for, for loving the collection because it's taken so long to... There's, and there's more. There's lots that we've got packed away as well. So we just need a bigger office. But um, so art pharmacy. Um, I started art pharmacy nine years ago now, and it'll be our tenth year next year. Party. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually, I will, and I didn't realise it because it's my daughter's nine, and then yeah. So I, I'm counting her because I had I had art pharmacy just before when she was born, when she was nine months.
0: So you had a baby and launched a new business? Yeah, yeah, it was oh a big Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> wow. I know what I was thinking. so. But actually the midwife did say to me, you'll be the most creative you'll ever be in that year and I'll never forget that. And I actually launched another business when my son was born, Culture Scouts, which which is sort of on hold because it's cultural walking tours in Sydney, obviously, Ooh. with um, COVID, it, it had its mm. day, as you can imagine. Um, so, going coming back to Art Pharmacy, um, we support Australian artists and we put them into the public realm, activations, art strategies. Oh, we're doing some NFTs, digital art. So, anything with artists and corporates, we've just we've basically focused on corporates, just because um, it's it's just a lot easier for us. Okay. Um, then say galleries i'm loving these background noises They're i know. So I was just good. looking out there. yes we've got the bin oh. man coming no right no now. but i don't mind that it's like really industrial it's, oh, it's, the, bin it's man. the inner west yeah it's great yeah i do i actually the little sounds um so uh, yeah we do lots of different projects at this time i think we've probably got about 15 to 20 projects on at any one time <laughs> Wow. So lot yeah. of lot of plate spinning yes, yeah. for you guys. But it's really fun because it every every day changes mm. and we're working on different projects at different time for for different things. So, you know, from a hospital to a you know, to a private collection. We're moving away from private collections generally to corporate art collections, to digital art, to art strategy. So it's and we, we always try and find new artists, that's the whole point, And we always want to try and support as many artists as we can. Yeah.
0: Uh, and we, emerging
2: artists, am I right? Yeah. Like, not yeah. always, but well, not you're always un, Yeah, un, unrepresented artists. Okay. That's That's what I'd say because as soon as you're with a, an art, like a, a gallery, you've sort of half made it in a way, but also I find it a lot harder to work with artists that are represented as well because there's a double commission. You know, we're yeah. working with them for our project and then – uh, but we do. We definitely do work with them, but it just means it's double handling. and just you know, mm, projects, sure. it, too many people. Yeah, yeah. You just we are. I I, like, I call myself the art consultant, art curator, but we're also like project managers. We're mm. art project managers because we're working with the large corporations. We're, with a lot with property developers mm. as well. Um, yeah. So you're like the broker in between,
1: yeah. you know, the institutions, whatever it is, and the artist, and you Correct. are sourcing the artwork from the artist for those. That's right. And what does art strategy mean?
2: Well, it's when you, um, so like a, a master plan de- development. So with there's new developments that are happening all over Sydney. If it's over ten million dollars, you actually have to have a, a detailed art plan that goes to the City of Sydney or or in your local area, wherever you are. In, in the councils it's all it's it's changing and it's we're, like city of sydney are incredible we've yeah. to work with them a lot and I'm on the nighttime economy panel with them and so thinking about the art strategy what's on the site the historical context the curatorial approach why you're using certain artists oh. so we've done quite a lot of those um it's a lot of research very detailed Mm. Very detailed, uh, well, very fun, very yeah. really fun. But you, using a different kind of the brain. Them, and I nighttime because you only meet at night. Oh, uh, with that—that's a different project. But yeah, I'm on the City of Sydney nighttime economy panel. That's yeah, the arts and culture hat. So I'm learning a lot about how the nighttime economy works. Oh, and I, love I that. see
1: the nighttime economy. Yeah. I thought it was like I thought it just it's was a nighttime meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 oh. yeah. They're doing a
2: lot of work at the moment with the yeah the, with a lot of with music and um, I'm more the arts and more that retail side with culture scouts. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm more the art art brain. And now that we're coming out, we're going to probably do a, a – we're hoping, actually, we're going to do a um, a launch, an art pharmacy exhibition this side of Christmas. But the space that we had, we thought we had, is sort of a little bit stalled. So um, we're waiting maybe for next year and just seeing what happens, you know, what happened <laughs> this. And purpose. is the yeah. whole idea
0: behind the night time to sort of try and revitalise the, the night in the city because That's COVID right. and – lockdown laws and goodness knows what else has kind of put right. that all to bed. Because, I mean, as much as it's great that the cross doesn't have the the trouble and the
2: violence, it's kind of
0: died, though, isn't it? I know.
2: Everything, it's a shame. It's, it's just, and the, this is what we're trying to sort of push as well and thinking about. It's also coming back to hyperlocal. And even with mm. what we do with art, we're finding oh. the new trends that are coming out are hyper-local, even yeah. with hospitals or even with um, hotels. A lot is coming back to that hyper-local people want. When we work, we've, we do a lot of work in Melbourne and in Brisbane as well and we do find our clients are like, are you Melbourne? And we're like, yep, we've got a curator base down there and they're, So where everyone does, we're moving back to that hyper-local, about local artists, which I felt like it started happening. We've been doing it forever, but now it's sort of... Now, since lockdowns and... So you mean if if something
1: was getting built in the city, in Alexandria, you would try and source Alexandria... Artist.
2: Well five kilometres or ten yeah, kilometres yeah. from the site. Yeah, okay, sure. exactly. So someone from we're actually working with an artist from the northern where you're based, in the northern beaches. Uh, and we're working with her on a on a project in um, in Penrith actually. So she's maybe ten kilometres from the site. So local meaning local yeah. within Sydney. Yeah. yeah, not overseas or something. That's right, yeah. yeah but but that, a lot of a lot of people do like a lot of consultants are using artists from overseas and I'm like, why are you doing that for? There's so many good artists here. Yeah, yeah that's so true. It's it, nice to champion Australian yeah. art
1: Because we don't have a plethora of galleries really compared to the rest of the world. So it is great that you're offering mm. this model to artists because right. it's really hard to, you know, be an artist in Australia sometimes, you know, especially if you're regional.
0: Mm. yes Mm. yes so what are you looking for in an artist to be part of the art pharmacy
2: well it really depends on the project we're working on so we're working for instance at the moment we're working on um like looking for a light artist at the moment or a sculptural artist and then we've just down in melbourne we're installing like a like just a 2d painted work abstract work so it it really depends on the project
0: so So you don't necessarily have a um, a stable of artists that you dip into you just, each project comes up with, that still struggle with saying project I want to say yeah. project but yeah. You project.
1: can say whatever you like though
2: <laughs> but, but how do you find them? Like what, is, we, what? We've got a database of many yeah, about, about 2,000 artists we've got on our, like just that we've met or we've liked wow. or contacted And but we always want to try and work with new artists because yeah. the problem that we have in our city is that a lot of artists gets keep used over and over again yeah. uh, and there are art consultants out there that have the same body of artists that they keep using and then we're wondering why our, our whole city is so uh, homogenized the whole time and yeah, I can't yeah. I got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about that because that's where we, you know we want to see different things, like and it mm. has to, yeah. So we we always try and work with different kinds of art. It's a lot more work for us, but yeah. we're always oh, there's also artists that we keep using o- over and over again because we like them and they're great mm. to work with, and they know how to work with us and how to work in the public realm. And so w- when we're looking for an artist, we're looking for someone that has um, you know that technical skill as well. Um, and I mean we we all, we do hold artist hands as well and work with fabricators and lighting consultants and architectural plans. Um, so just making sure that they can, you know, they're quite professional as well. Mm. Not professional is in emerging, but that they can, you know, they can deliver on time, know, to, to budget as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you've got to be at
1: a certain level that you can actually do what you mm. say you're going to do. That's that's yeah. right. And
0: how do you find them? Do you, do you guys actively seek? through um, things like, you know, Sydney Contemporary or the other art fair or Instagram or...
2: Yeah, I was actually the first director of the other art fair, actually. Yeah, yes. that's on our list. That's yes. exciting. So that was that in 2014?
0: 2015. 15.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was Tim Etchells who runs, who owns Sydney Contemporary Art Fair. I remember I was at the MCA and I was very pregnant at the time. I was like, hey, can you give me a job? And he was like, oh, I've got this other, other art fair and... Um, Yeah, it was, um, yeah, interesting, interesting. It was interesting to run an art fair. Yeah. And I actually had my son Hugo at the time, and he was like a couple of months old, so I was a little bit crazy, Um, you know, just get in there and go. You love
1: a post-pregnancy mission. You do. I
2: don't know know what I was doing. Was that the one at the commune? No, it was actually upstairs at, um, oh, it's... Oh, I can't believe I've forgotten now. Uh, just at, at Ultima, at the top there, there's now Palace Cinemas up there at Broadway. Um, yeah, so it was a, Yeah, Broadway. Mm. okay. Yeah, at the top. It oh. was the first ever. It was. Look, it was funny. We had Clover Moore come and open. She's
0: amazing, day. Clover, she isn't is, she? Yeah, she is. She's really great in. for
2: the arts. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very happy that she actually got in again. So um, good on her. Just because you know that what's what, what mm. yeah, what you're, you know, Yeah, you've got a relationship. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's better to know what you know than mm, what you don't definitely. Know, right? Definitely. And especially with uh, the way she's been championing the arts for a long time. And yeah. and, uh, and Monica Baroni, her her the um, her, the CEO, actually she's loves arts as well, so it mm. really helps. Our oh, that's city. good. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So the other art fair, like, is is a certain type of model of for artists. Your what you're providing is, and I think it's great that there are all these different models for artists. Like we seem, you know, I think people think, oh, you just go into a bricks and mortar gallery, and that's your path. But these
2: days, it's all opening up mm. Mm. Yes. to much more. Yes, we we. Look, I struggle sometimes with, with, uh, like, I mean, you're both English. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's such a bigger market out there, I feel like. And um, it's hard to champion and being the creative, I call it the creative pioneer out in Australia because if you think about it, there's only 25 million people. Mm. Art's not really valued uh, at all in our schools or in the way that we are. Like, I just found out the other day that I'm I'm starting, I've got overseas investment and they've already said, yeah, we want to pay. And my, the, they've already valued the business when I go through within three months of what my business is worth. Like, And I'm like, but how can that be? They value this, this other business. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And I was like, well, and it made me sad on the other side because I was like, well, actually, I've been doing this business for nine years without pharmacy and... And But because it's going to be software, it's just insane. So that took me a long time to get around my head is Mm. actually in Australia we do need to support the artist, and I'm trying to do that as much as I can Mm. um, and work with as many artists as I can. And we're going down the social impact model at the moment. We've just applied for – I mean, we're probably running ahead of your – questions here so we, like that, no, we, we like, like that no <laughs> yeah, we, we like that
1: yeah we like someone taking the reins we'll just sit back when there. you're on a
0: par to our direction of Christmas. yeah exactly
1: yeah so on the website we were looking you yeah. know sustainable ethical supporting equal female to male diverse backgrounds is this is yeah that's and it. this is what you mean by supporting artists yes yeah. yes
2: and like so if, if we have a client that comes to us and say okay we want this for this area like a mural artwork or uh, you know, a, a large public artwork, we'll never just give them one one artist. We'll actually give them a long list of artists mm. so they get to make the selection of artists because it's better to have a choice rather than just saying here's one or two. So sometimes when we we worked, just did a project down at the Rocks with um, Placemaking New South Wales, uh, Place Management New South Wales, sorry, and we I think we had 19 mm. artists that we pitched and there was only five artists in the end that actually just because there were so many amazing artists where they could do this, this and this, and it was temporary artwork in in the spaces. So we had to think about what kind of... Um, artwork so and when we a part of our long list we always think about uh, cat you know culturally diverse linguistic background indigenous also artists with a disability mm-hmm. so as, as much as we can we'll always try and include lots of different artists because yeah. and we always try and think of the the client that we're working with as well is w- what are their mission statements what are their values how can we it's i call it art dating it's like how, you know the yeah. avatar moment is actually how can we find and said, a good match. Yeah, it's like yeah. Harmony, right? But it's for artists. I and- know, oh, it's so
0: good, though. And, <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's also empowering for the client to see that you're giving them a breadth of options. Yeah, you're not telling them what to no, do. No, it's That's not like, a- you know, this is what you're going to do. You know, this is like, you can go this way or that way. Yeah, I and think it's a choice. Great. And yeah.
2: there's also governance around that as well, that th- through their organization is like, okay, well, we got to this point because we went through. Seven artists, we got to one artist and then they – and usually actually what we do is we get them to select two artists from the long list and then we will pay the artist's concept fees um, if they're not successful uh, as well. So we do mandate that with – which wasn't in the early days. A lot of these companies weren't paying. It's like, well, you've got to pay for, you know, even if it's, it's you know, 500, uh, 1, 500 2, 000, five hundred, 1500 2000 5000 depending on how. Yeah, because it's time. Um, it's well, still exactly. it's a lot
0: of time. And
1: So those, say, like 19 artists, would they all put a concept forward? No, no, would, no, no only the two yeah, long-listed. Yeah,
2: after. No, there was only five people that were long-listed. Oh, I can but, see. But, but we'll call them up and say, are you happy for us to represent you? We'll put you a part of mm. our long list. So we're, we're calling all those artists in advance. mm too. Sorry, you can hear that. Right. No, I love it. No, I fine, love it. Darling. It's great. So that's my husband. I feel like, I mean,
0: <laughs> it's like flash dance. I'm waiting for the...
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so back to you, Amelia. So you're saying you were in London, and I think you worked for the British Museum. Yes, I am. Yes, oh my gosh. So did, what did you do at uni? Was it, was it in um, the arts?
2: Yes, I, I actually studied art history and archaeology, and I got in with this great, crazy group, and um, I actually... I, he said, "Look, art history should be really good for you." And I was at UCL and with SOAS, with SOAS University in um, in Russell Square. Yes,
0: love Russell uh, Square. Mm. Oh, yeah,
2: it was such a great uni. And I turned out as this Australian. Everyone used to pay me out. It was hilarious. Mm. So then I had to, like, get my English accent. That's why now yeah. I've got an English accent because yeah, my husband's say, English. I'm, yeah. Because everyone used to go, oh, Australian. Like, especially, yeah. like, Throw another prawn
0: on the barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Did you <laughs> get yeah. all that? Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. And, no, I, used to, I actually lied to them and told them, like, oh, what does your dad do for a living? I used to tell them that my dad used to make... Um, kangaroo saddles and Stop be- it Stop <laughs> it That's so good It's actually
1: Crocodile Dundee so. Yeah, exactly
2: <laughs> They used to believe me well, They anyway. can understand that but, um, Yeah, coming back to you know, Being in the UK And I loved it Like I was there for 11 years Got an English passport and I worked for like the Listen Gallery with Nicholas Hobsdale. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually got my job at, at Freeze Art Fair. I went around with my CV yeah. and got it hired on the spot. Great. Which actually, wasn't very good for morale because I was just hired straight away, which that was interesting. Um, and worked for a guy called James Birch, who um, actually uh, with um, Grace and Perry. He actually had Grace and Perry's free show. So we stop were, it. So oh it my crazy. god! You're all our heroes. Uh, yeah. It's uh, and then Damien, like he had used to date Maya uh, Damien Hurst's wife, before they, they were now, now broken up. But Maya Hurst had these, look, he was my hero and he still is my hero. Um, he just taught me so much about what art should be and mm. how it is. And we used to go to all the, you know, the, all the, it was all very much YBAs at that time. Yeah. With the, you know. Oh, Great so was, parties. Yeah. The, you know, the Gavin Turks and the. Um, Fantastic. And, you know, Sarah Lucas. Mm. Yeah. And uh, all that sort of. Group now that's just gone crazy in the Tracy um, Emin, um, and yeah, yeah, you know how you have to try and explain to us like, yeah. who Tracy Emin is. It's like, I'll just send you a link. I know. <laughs> how do they not know? Uh, Even uh, my mum of, knows, yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing, but you probably, yeah, so
0: yeah,
1: no, she really doesn't, but she knows, uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's that's you keep telling Totally, yeah, that's do, it, yeah. That's
2: the yeah. Thing. So, but how you exciting. did you go
0: to the Oriental and African,
2: yes, yeah, so as uh, so, it's actually a part of um. It's yeah, so yes, so a school of Oriental and African studies. So I did the um, uh, ch- like Chinese I did actually my thesis was on Chinese, Chinese contemporary yeah. art and um, I actually I actually got a grant to go to it was a Tessa Brennan grant that went through to went to Cipricorn University which is in Thailand And I still got contacts there, funnily enough. I'm still in touch with them through Facebook and went to the 798 factory in China because I had a friend that used to work for Ai Weiwei, funnily enough. Oh, wow. So I was there with uh, the Ai Weiwei's of the world. And weirdly, when he came out, I was like, do you remember me? And he's like, yeah, I remember you. And He um, was was out here for the Biennale. So I had these little weird art moments in my life. You don't have them in Australia unfortunately. not No. You don't have <laughs> 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 not
1: bumping into uh, Damien Hurst over oh, here. Well, this is
2: it. You just this is it. I I do get sometimes a little bit like, "Oh, I do my heart like the other thing, I, you can be a big fish in a small f- pond here, but in, in in London you're like a very small fish in you know, a mm. big pond." So Yeah. It's But um, do you think
1: you would have been able to start Art Pharmacy there mm. and not here?
2: I don't I don't know. I mean, I had the opportunity here, I suppose, cuz uh, you know, my husband was working and I was yeah I I, I I don't know maybe maybe i could have because i think i think
1: australia does have more opportunities for startups yes because everyone's done everything in the uk and i'm not saying that things don't happen but it's almost a bit more daunting in the uk mm, because yeah. everyone's there's so many people whereas over here i feel like you've got a chance mm.
2: yeah yeah and it and. Yeah, who know, like just even the way it morphed out because in the early days of Art Pharmacy, how it actually started was with um, actually that painting there, funnily enough, that my teacher uh, – I was I just came back from the UK and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And I ended up painting at um, – it was just in Bondi and I had a great guy called, who I'm still very good friends with and he, he, he always gives me a restaurant voucher every year because he just loved. he's just got a beautiful relationship. And he just lost his wife, a guy called Peter Zarnes, who um, who's like this father figure to me who's gorgeous, mm. and Jenny Key and Bernard trailer and we had this like little awesome force and we used to drive out to jenny's house in the blue mountains in blackheath and then strangely enough she lives next to my my neighbor in sydney has bought the house behind her so now i get to hang out with her again so oh, stop it so it's been really nice to re-see her after 10 mm. years of you know now her her art career is going crazy as well um so yeah with bernadette i saw how amazing she was and i was like where are you do- showing your work and she's like oh nowhere and then I did a pop-up show and um, with her work and then seven other artists' work. And that was in 2012 and then it just, I did a lot of pop-up shows and the city of Sydney were very supportive and yeah. photographed it and I learned how to, like all the red tape, I was doing stuff that I shouldn't have done.
0: Yeah, what? so asking <laughs> for forgiveness rather than permission? Well, or? now
2: that I'm on this, like I now know what you shouldn't be, you know, just...
0: In terms of legal... Yeah,
2: more that legal stuff, insurance, Like as in things of, that might fall over. Yeah, just, you know, like you have to call the police in advance let so them know that you're going to have a pop-up show, like if it's going to go, like a ma- these massive parties that we like have. Like street parties parties and stuff yeah yeah, yeah just you have you know the da is what you can actually ha- have at your events as oh. well like you know just all yeah. things like oh. that i didn't know the small little you know the little crossing the eyes yeah. hmm. sometimes but, it's best not to know like you say <laughs> you do it, it anyway that's it just oh that's yeah it's yeah. true actually when just, you know then you
1: get scared about doing it that's right yeah, yeah yes. definitely yeah. but what what was it that you found that there was missing in the australian art market that art pharmacy could could
2: fill well, it, like in the early days, I didn't really know because I was mainly just wanted to get a whole load of people together and I love connections, I love communities and getting people together. And then it was those events. and, and then I, But actually what happened was I realised I wasn't making any money, to be honest with you. In the first couple of years, I didn't make much at all. And it wasn't about that, it was just about having fun, right? And that's what happens yeah. with, with creative with businesses that you love. You're like, yeah. I just I did the hard yards for a long time. For yeah. like a long time. And I remember one year I think I lost money. I was like, this is probably not going that great. <laughs> um and then I was like, okay, I need to I need to really rethink about it. And you know, you've got to remember I still have my kids. Yeah, you still got mom. young children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't super full time as well. And then I think it was when I realised I was when I went up to Tim Etchell's from Sydney at Contemporary, I said, Can you give me a job? and I actually, when I ran the art fair, I was the director of it and I said, well, actually, if I'm going to be the director, I want to have my own booth there as well because they didn't pay very well. Um, And I had my booth there and I asked all my friends to turn up and uh, I called it Art Pharmacy Consulting and they were standing there and we had all these, had 10,000 people that came past and that's basically how it sort of started was the consulting business where that's actually where the money was, which I didn't really, I probably realised, but I'm not, from the corporate world at all never mm. was ever worked in this big corporate, you know, all mm. the places I walk into now and I was like, wow, I could never work here, but I learned so much from them. And they're mm. taught me so much actually. Mm. Sounds like you've
1: had like the perfect training over the years for <laughs> art farms. Do you know what I mean? Every yeah. little bit you've done is just yeah. pulled it all together. All to what you're doing. Yes, yeah. it,
2: it is all stepping stones. And you don't really know. That's why I always just say, just, just don't, don't overthink things. Just, just, just go for it. If yeah. You and it's something. all
0: experience and it's all going to help in the long game. So, you've also written a
2: book, haven't you? Yes, I have. I'll give I'll give you a copy. Oh, of Bless you. I just ordered well, she just it. I just ordered it. I'll have oh, one. Thanks, yeah. Amelia. Oh, well, thank you for supporting <laughs> me. That's very kind. Of <laughs> I love to I support. It. Yes, thank See, you.
0: See, I'm the kind one. It's uh, no, I I've got a book problem, so I'm always yeah. ordering books. Yes, I'm very I love very a book. excited about that. You've written a book because we want to do a book next year, oh, so mm. we'd love to grill you on the yes. process yes. and why and to do why a book? Yeah, why a book?
2: Because it's the education and I there's always so many people I meet a lot of clients that don't know what they're doing and um, and also clients that don't necessarily want to do like be in charge of the art so I, I, I've got this second book coming out. The first book yeah. I actually wrote was a really long book, and then uh, my editor said, "Just have a manifesto." So the one you've got is like a manifesto. It's like just all the things that you. I think I thought that people knew, like you know, supporting local community and um, be a creative pioneer and like. So, with the second book, it's actually the how to how to work with artists on on within governments, councils, and, and corporates. Wow. So mm. that's it's, it's like the so idiot's guide, you know, to how yeah, dummy's guide
0: person. to work yeah. with the, working
2: within the art sector. So the first one's, one's called, called art, art Matters. Why Art so Matters? Make, no, yeah, making Art. Yeah. Matter. What's the second one? Is uh, and I've got it written down here because I'm still it's still a working title, but oh. how to work with artists on yeah. on, you know, oh, okay. on you know on on you know, for councils governments. Yeah.
1: Great, so. oh good because ours is probably going to be how to be <laughs> how to, to be an artist, well, how to be she... an
0: emerging artist. Yeah. Is what, yeah. which is what we've learnt from doing this podcast because we are both emerging artists. Yeah, and the reason why we set up the podcast is yes. because we want to learn.
1: Yeah, and find out how you do it. Yeah. We're finding it out. Yeah, and we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. I think, it, I think it would be really, really helpful. And, like you say, paying it forward. We're, people came up to us when we did the other art fair recently and they were just so grateful.
0: And Tears are we so their grateful.
1: Eyes. They're like, I'm going to take you. next year off and paint and oh, you've been so helpful. So that's been yeah, so You, you got great. me
0: through lockdown. I've got a yeah. baby and a toddler. Mm. And listening to you made me get yeah. up early and paint. And we're like,
1: oh. And I think good. if Australia has more art... Yes. the better more people making doing being creative being in that sphere valuing making the art the, all the better
0: yeah so how do you think we can as a society improve this relationship with the arts how do we help
2: people i think, I think there's it doesn't just stop it at governments no. and, and that that funding support because i am a for forepri- like i remember when i first started out i was like oh my Gosh, I couldn't even afford to actually be a non for profit like it was that bad in the you know when I first started. Mm. And I really don't think it's just about funding from 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 our government. There needs to be some recognition mm. for sure. But I it, it also starts from where it's collaboration. I think that 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 helps as mm. well in getting like a group of people together or a, like I would actually love to sort of run like a you know a, a larger space where you have. This is this idea that I had before, which the space I want to have like, you know, artist studios in one space. We'd have our gallery in one space, and then I wanted to actually have a, a multifunctional space so I can host events. I can host uh, like a lot of our corporations that we work with, and we can do like workshops in there. Like I really, I'd love the idea of of collaboration. I think mm. it's really important to work with people that are very like minded. It's really important, mm. um, and that's how I basically. Started art pharmacy in the early days was actually linking with other people. You know, we all support each other, we all market each other, we all we're on our social media channels together, and we're always talking mm. about each other. And so that's been yeah. really helpful.
0: And I think things like the other art fair, and like obviously we keep talking about it, but it's very fresh because we only did it last week. Yeah. So we're still. My voice is still recovering from yep. speaking yes. to ten thousand people. The you know I think having those sort of things where you've got lots of people coming through that. Perhaps it's the first thing art fair they've been to or perhaps they've never gone into a gallery because they're a bit uncomfortable about the space. But having those kind of things and having conversations is helping to raise the profile of the arts And making it accessible. Well,
1: as I said, like if if you get someone buying one piece of artwork from the other art fair, eventually they might buy from a gallery or from Art Pharmacy or whatever, because you do actually run an online gallery part of your business, right? Yeah, Yeah, we do.
2: Yes, and we, we look. That's actually how I started was being an online gallery, and then. Uh, we Even we had a big rebrand because what happened when I had the booth, I ha- ended up having art pharmacy and the art consulting and then it went in two different directions. Mm. So one we were just online and then we actually had to have a rebrand last year to bring it back mm. together and then we ended up just having a, a small selection of artists that we work with. And we actually, as I said, we wanted to do a, a, a launch, which we'll probably do next year, um, probably with a book and – I love being back in the physical space because the problem is, is when you work in a, even if it's an amazing office as it is, I love being connected with grassroots and with,
0: um, well, you have really good good conversations, don't you? And it's that, and it is those almost like corridor, you know, water bubbler chats that start, spark things. Yes. Yeah. Those, those little gems that, that happen.
2: Oh, it's so, yeah. There's, and we're missing that. I think a lot of, I mean, especially artists. Especially, they live a lot in their minds, and um, and they need to be around other people that, mm. that know. Because, and I see this a lot with a lot of the artists that we do work with. This is like, well, how can we, you know, support them and you know really try and push them with even with their concepts and. And and, and, and you know, that support that they actually need because a lot of people don't really understand no. as an artist like what they, you know...
0: Or how they can grow. Well, we're finding yeah. that. So we, we keep coming back to this same point of we really believe there's a huge space for mentorship yes. within the emerging art community. So you, perhaps you go to art school or perhaps you don't, you know, because with social media and the way things are running now, a lot of artists... are missing out the art school and just doing it for themselves and but then you get to that point where where well, you need to grow and be pushed but who are you talking to who's helping you and we've spoken a lot about this you know more yeah, well just the,
1: like, and, and the business side like mentoring the not side, the technical massively. side of being an artist because there's loads of workshops and courses for that but we can't really find one that is specifically like it sounds like you're being the best gallerist in the world like you are nurturing you're providing the business for them Mm. um because we we did a bit of volunteer work for studio a and we interviewed them um the diverse -diverse neurodiverse place and Mm. what they do is similar to what you do and, and they bring in the work and they nurture and they help and they they sit with them and they and they help them make their artwork but also the business side of it is taken care of and Obviously, you're not taking care of all the business side for an artist, but it sounds like you are providing Mm. exactly what all artists need is someone to take care of that.
2: Mm. And all, all the, what I found was when I did a show in the early days, I put artworks on the walls, the someone the, the, you know the, the artists have made 10, 20 artworks or five artworks, and then you come in and then maybe you've only sold like half of the works or mm. sixty seventy percent of the works mm. and I thought, well actually that's not fair because the artist has been at home for the last two months, three months working away, and they didn't sell it all. Mm. And I thought that's not really fair, is it? So I thought, well, how how can I do something that's better? So I'm always trying to think how c- can I get better at what mm. I'm doing. And now that we've launched, you know, we've been doing been a consultancy for six years now, and um, you know, we're doing well. We're doing we're working with the the right people. We've got re- we're turning away clients, as you, as I as I mentioned just yeah. you know before. Is and what we say to an artist is okay. Here's here's X Y Z. This is how much your money you get, and you just sit sit in your office, you know, sit where you in your studio, and you make the work. Yeah. And when you finish, we'll pay you f- for your work and we'll organise the installers, the park mm. for you. Um, do you want to do an artist talk? Uh, we'll, 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 uh, we'll ask the client that you're, um, you are can do a video work of your piece and then you can actually show the next, you know, so you've got an artist portfolio to take away with you as well. And also you're not signed up with this for the rest of your life. No, so, that, so you've got opportunities to do other things. Yeah.
0: But I yeah. think that's going to happen more and more. Surely the way that the world is changing and moulding too – These sort of restrictions of being locked in with a gallery, one or two galleries, it's not going to be viable.
2: Well, it'll be interesting to see what what happens out there. I mean, you know, I've got a lot of respect for gallerists as well. Like, they've got some amazing stable of artists Mm. as well. And the thing is the... The, the, the gallery plays a really important role to the, the you know be like the consumer the mm. the one you know the residential and I don't really now I used to do a lot of the more the private homes I I just don't do that anymore it's 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 just a lot of work
0: and do you find now that perhaps um, with the accessibility of you know pre social media unless you physically went into every gallery you couldn't really see what was out there if you were a private collector, whereas now they can do their own research.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I suppose once they've... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see all the different private collections. And, and I was on the I was on the MCA Young Ambassadors for some time and, you know, I've moved off that um, committee, but... There are. You, I've seen a lot of different collections, right? Yeah. And there needs to be more out there, and just understanding how people put their collections together. is quite interesting. Yeah. That'd be really good for you guys. That would be actually mm, It'd yeah, be fascinating. It. But I'll also, I think just coming back and just thinking about you both is is I think a physical space would be really important, and mm. and maybe having. I actually went to Sydney, um, uh, the Writers Festival, a couple of years ago. This At maybe two, carriage works. Oh, uh, it was actually. It was in the early days actually down at the wharfs and I had this – I actually turned up as an emerging curator and – and I thought it was such a great event that maybe you could take the idea. And I'm happy to help you with it as well because I just love trying <laughs> new things. Love um, it. But, but basically they had um, f- like five uh, mentors in the middle on, on the chairs and then you had five chairs that went on the outside and then you had t- like ten minutes and they rang a bell. And speed dating, on. but yes, for speed, artists. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yes, yeah. please. I think that I think Sydney can temporarily try to do it. There was one yeah, I saw which speed I thought was mentoring. really great. Yeah. Well, we're thinking of doing it. So oh, you're, you're We're thinking microphone.
1: of doing an art forum next year, and that would be bloody great. We're forum. doing it, Julie, because that's it. that what it is. We want to bring people in yes. in the industry that can say, "This is I how you it. do this. This is yeah. how you do that." I'm imagining one of those. That big is such sound. a good idea.
0: <whistles> Horns. Oh, yeah. maybe a ah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good idea
2: yeah this look there's she's full of, of them things.
0: i can feel it yeah yeah you're an ideas yeah. generator yes yeah, I'm you love an light idea
2: light bulb moments i'm not sure if you want saw my e-signature that's my actual thing wizardess <gasps> of light bulb moments and the strange thing and you should think about one for yourselves because i've always got these ideas but you know sometimes yeah. too many ideas but look it's actually, like amber I'm, calls
0: herself a creative hustler i love that amber yes. Yes. Creative Julie, Julie would call me a royal pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, that can be your signature. <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, you've obviously worked with a massive diverse range of artists from established to emerging, London and here. Like what tips could you give emerging artists to really um what have you seen in a very successful um, emerging artist to then grow?
2: Uh just to have a really so that was this is a really great question. So, what would I tell a, an, an artist? Don't um, make a too big head. Yeah, so. no. It's, it's a really, it's, it's like one of the tips. I think having a really good portfolio, like with yeah. really good photographs, and get them professionally done. Don't just if you don't know how to take photographs, get like one of your mates to do it. And you know, this is it sounds obvious, but also thinking about the breadth of your work as well. Like, what else can you do? Because if you're showing me a portfolio that's just with paintings, I can't see. You, I can try and take you out from being, a, you know, two D artist on, on on a canvas, and try and take you out into a different realm in the public realm. I, I need to understand like what, what kind of materials, what you actually would like to do. Seeing, um, but yeah, photographs. I think is number one. Um, and and getting back to you on time and mm. really courteous. Most we've got most amazing artists. Like they're all incredible. Um. I think that's really important as well. Good website and Instagram. Yes. Do you think? Yeah, or yeah, definitely. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Good website, good Instagram, uh, and keeping it up to date as well. Yeah. And any blogs yeah. that you do, I know it depends on which direction that you go. If you mm. and and built like you've got to be your own business person. Basically, that's basically what you are. Really, yes. Mm. Is is you've got to learn to be a business, and I know it goes is counterintuitive, and I often say this to. You know, the National Art School, I'm like – because I see a lot of artists that come out of there and I was like, but where's – they need to learn how to do businesses. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. I can't – like, I can't tell you sometimes. I have some artists that actually have never written – like, I've got a template of an invoice, how to get get an ABN – and and now I'm moving away from that. But in the early days, I was like, wow, you don't know how to do an invoice or uh, those templates. But it's but you know what? That's or a actually, quote even, you know, it's like well, that's they all, right. on,
1: on on the side of the fine arts course or what, printmaking or whatever. That's you right. need a small business yes, course. course. Yeah, so, I was saying the other day. I feel like as an artist, the the really really successful ones are a, a beautiful duck on the water and that's all you see is the beautiful artwork and they're they're, you know, at the art show and they're speaking. And underneath they are Cooking. swimming like the wind and you don't see that. So I think for people looking at the duck pond, they're like, That's how you need to be an artist. You just you just, just waft, waft, yeah. and you waft just you know, around. or you just
2: put some paint on and it happens. Yeah. But yes. underneath, it is, it is. crazy. Yeah. Yes, yes, and, right. and also pushing yourself as well. That's I think a thing.
0: swan yeah. would be better than a duck, Julie.
2: Yeah, that is, I think. I think yeah. oh. we can get it with black swans and <laughs> white swans. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that analogy, though. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's so around. true. Yeah, it, it is, is true. true. I meet the artist, and I'm like, wow, okay, how do we? Take them to that next step, and uh, because also it, it's they are their own business. As I said, I come back to that. It's because what we're what I'm also finding now is artists that are, are representing themselves mm. as an artist. They're really great to work with at a certain level because they actually don't want to be a part of galleries because they're their own business. Mm. They're the, they've created their own entity as it, as it, you know as uh, creating themselves and the direction that they're going. But then I suppose the other thing is, is I was thinking about what we do and how, in a way. How corporate we are as well is that we're asking artists to make certain artworks for the clients as well with their own freedom of expression as well. Yeah, so commissions, that's, yeah, commissions, yeah. Uh, uh, commissions, and that's also very high. Like we are pretty much that's all we do is commissioned works hmm. because we just fill. Yeah, like there's a brief it. and they fulfill it. Oh, yeah. so if
1: say like a bank um, in Australia contacted you, they wouldn't like pick and choose the artworks off off your website. they the They've artists would then create the artists they. Long list would then create specific artworks for them. That's right. Um, yes.
0: So you're yeah. fulfilling the space. Uh, there's a, there's an opportunity whether it's a hoarding on the outside of a new building for lend lease at Barangaroo, yep. or whether it's a permanent piece after it's finished. That's that right. That kind That's of right. thing. Okay. And
2: sometimes when we put corporate art collections together, so we we did do, we do something for Herbert Smith Free Hills down in Melbourne and Deloitte's right. art collection. Again, they. It was very uh, like it was lots of interesting kinds of artworks as well, and some of them were actually purchased directly from the artist catalogue as well. And
0: what are they looking for? Are they when they're investing in an art collection? So is it in order to fill a space for their office? So their that their business. You know, are they looking – what are they looking for? Like, I'm really intrigued.
2: Well, it, it's, look, it's – it's fa- and what we've done a couple of – we started this a couple of years ago, but thinking about the art narrative and the why, Yeah. like that Simon Sinek, you know, the why of the project, What why are you doing this? What kind of artworks are going to go in there and what, like we always come back to a story. Like mm. I think that was surprise and delight. So all the artworks that we selected for their collection was surprise and delight. And so we, we come before we even select any artist and then we think about does this artist meet this surprise yeah. and delight? And then from there we're writing an artist brief to say surprise and delight. So they can interpret that brief however they like and then they give us two concepts and then it'll go to the client and then the client gets to pick that work or we will get artwork artists that have that have got some artworks and we're going great okay let's put we'll pitch this to the client and um and you know they're like yep great that fits our collection we'll purchase that and then we'll install it and is the collection
0: always on show or do they collect for investment
2: yes so it is always on show the one down in melbourne we've done for um it's in collins street which is uh fabulous and again Mm. we install that during COVID, it was a bit of a, it was in 2020 uh, that we installed that, but, um, and it was kind of really, like, incredible collection, like, we've got fabric Mm -hmm. artists, uh, ceramics, um, we're probably about, maybe half, half of our business is actually in Melbourne. So it's, we've got a curator that's based down there um, and installers, photographers, videographers as well. So, uh, oh, wow. and, and Did you
1: do work with James McGrath, the artist? Yes. Yeah, yes we've we've I'm him, sure yeah. he told us about you about a year ago because we interviewed him because d- was it was at the video installation yes. with the flowers. Oh, right.
0: amazing. And I
2: listened to that podcast. Cause yeah. he, oh, cool. Yes. Oh, he's great. He, he is great. So and nice. his son. We've spoken to Finn as well. Yeah. A great example. He's actually so, represented yeah. so, by a gallerist but actually – that he can work in the digital realm. Yes. So can you tell us a bit about that,
0: Amelia, because I'm very new to the digital side of things and I'm a bit...
1: She's a bit confused by the NFTs. Yes. Tell me about the
2: NFTs. Yes, so it's very exciting. It's so exciting that it's sort of so new and I'm being very and what does it stand for uh, yeah, non-fungible, non-fungible tokens. tokens so yeah non-fungible tokens I've gone down a rabbit hole I recommend really it, yeah I have it's, I've gone down this rabbit hole and you keep going down 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 <gasps> and you're like oh gosh wow it's like Alice in Wonderland yeah <laughs> uh, so we're, we're building actually a, um, an NFT platform so it's a, a yeah for, for artists because mm. um, a lot of our work that we already do is working with digital artists um, for, for cor- our corporate clients and, uh, and we just it's just going to be moving what we're already doing onto the blockchain um we've actually got investment from overseas we're a part of an accelerator which is really um, full-on and amazing so i'm going to be this i'm going to be in the tech world um i'm going to i can't believe i'm doing a tech starter which sort of makes me laugh a bit because i am i've got a lot to learn basically so um (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because a lot, a lot of you, go, if you're looking on the open seas or rareables or where you can source, so what's happening at the moment, this is my theory, okay, this is 100% my opinion and my theory, but I felt like with Bitcoin, if you really were one of the early adopters mm. and you bought it really, really early on.
0: You're loaded you're, now. You're
2: loaded. <laughs> but where do you go and spend it? Exactly. So they go and buying on NFTs. Ah. So there's a lot of consumers, I, I call it b to c so, that you, so you, you've got some, you'll buy some for your collection. But I really feel there will be – they're calling it the 2.0, which is the art – we're in the internet age of the 2.0, but there's going to be a 3.0 in, in the future. where we're mm. moving towards that mm. and a decentralisation of of the way that we're working. I, I think we've got a long way to go, mm. a long way to go, and we're still – so I'm getting in – I'm very much the earlier adopter and just understanding it in my head around mm. it. Um, so yeah, I'm putting a panel of advisors together and um, – Meeting like blockchain specialists, like working mm. in the front end, the back end, um, yeah, law, corporate lawyers, um, really understanding how it works. Um, I honestly, I feel like my head sometimes, like, pops. oh, I
0: bet. Like
1: yeah. Pops. I don't Watch, mean, I wouldn't... watched something on the ABC the other day and they, they did it quite well about explaining because I knew what the NFT was, but I didn't. It, it was literally how an artist would actually go about uploading mm. an artwork to the Blockchain Chain. Yeah. and it. I was like, oh my goodness! Like she said, it took her all day. This it presenter, does. she took her all yeah. day just to figure out. Mm. But I suppose if, if, if is that what you're providing? The platform That's will right. be done
2: for you. yeah So right. we're, we're looking at uh, doing a platform, but it's. I do recommend if anyone's mm. out there, go and have having a look on these larger platforms and how it works. I actually bought, you know, bought a couple of NFTs. But even the fact of you had to go and buy Ethereum, or you, you know, you got the different kind. You know, you've got the Bitcoin. There's lots of different. But there's kinds. lots of
0: people investing in it. Even the Guy that makes my coffee said to yeah. me, "Oh, look, look at what I just bought!" And I've bought I'm an like, NFT, yeah. But as yeah. a consumer,
1: right? If I, you know, in the future, bought an NFT from you guys, Art Pharmacy, would I? Would I what just store it, it, or would you put it on a
2: video screen? In your house, yeah. This is this is yeah. this is where that's why I can't get my head uh, this around. This is Amelia. what a lot of people can't get their head around. Yeah. But it's it's but it's also it's an investment even you having that because it's sure. actually owning the you know what you've actually paid for it. But then also you can go back and sell it and thing. Mm. It's like those baseball cards in the early days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the interesting, you've, like I years ago, it was like Christie's and Sotheby's. Rise, and you got the provenance yeah. of artworks of where they were, especially part of those larger collections. Mm. So with the blockchain, you can actually see where it's been bought and sold, bought and sold. So when yeah. you buy an artwork and you've had enough of it you know you can ex- display it in your home or you can do it in a lobby work, but then you've had enough of it after a while, right? Or mm. maybe you just want to get rid of it and it's worth it. uh, you know, quite a lot of money now. Like some of them are just going for insane amounts of money. Mm. And then you can put it back onto the platform and then you can actually buy it and say, oh, it's actually part of your collection. I'm happy to, to, mm. to... And then the artist also gets a royalty for reselling. So if it keeps going on and on and on. So it's actually yeah. really great for the artist. And when it first started out, it's was like, well, where do I sit in this? I'm yeah. the agent. So I'll let the artist go out. But what's now happening is the artists have now gone down these wormholes, and I've been on like Clubhouse and learning. It's a really great place. Twitter and Clubhouse is where you need to be learning. What is Clubhouse? Clubhouse is um, Mickey Mouse. It's it's, it's like it, it does. Oh gosh, I'm going down a wormhole now. No, no, it's great. Um, Honestly, Mina, this never is what heard we, of Clubhouse.
0: We, I love it. I'm, I'm going down two routes: Mickey Mouse or something. Reader,
2: Clubhouse is. Oh,
0: Loads of random people all around the world just hanging and talking scary, about though? like what
2: we're doing now. Yeah, you know, in, I'll, I'll,
0: but oh. is there a lot of trolling and mean people. No, no,
2: no, 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 no. We it's um, there's a couple of great like, but there are, it's like a global market, right? But there are people talking about everything out there, like everything, and there's a lot of NFT platforms. Just so there's all a lot the of techie artists. nerdy
0: dudes on there.
2: No, just a lot of artists talking about really. It. Yeah, oh. and there are there can be techie. It's. It, 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 I think it started maybe about a year and a half ago, and it was very exclusive. And now it's sort of opened up. But I sometimes I will, when you instead of listening to like a, a podcast, I'll listen to Clubhouse, and you can go into and then you can be a speaker and you can say something, and you like it can be in the Hello. middle of the night. Oh it is, my goodness! It is it so sounds random. dangerous. I like it. So,
1: but do you think what will happen and what you will do is curate um, collections? Because there's, I mean, there's such a lot of. Oh my goodness. I, I don't know what these are. I mean, what what I can see the NFTs,
2: they're not essentially what you call art. That's right. Because and again so these are, this is this is why I realised what the problem was is that if you think about artists, right, where the artist realm is mm. and you think about the digital artists and artists that actually can are uh, quite technical, mm. it's like maybe 5%. I don't know. I'm just pulling that figure out of the air. Mm-hmm. But 5%. So what about the 95%? So what I would like to do is actually work with the 95% and have gone through art school, work with an animator to actually have those works yes. that are animated um, pieces that we can yeah. work with our, our current existing clients. Mm. Yeah and then change that. It is fascinating. I mean, I like
1: the fact that there's this whole new thing out there that was never, I mean, it's just mind-blowing.
0: Do you think that's our future? Do you think that I'm going all matrixy now. Are we going to be living in homes with like digital art and no physical art
2: well no no not at all because I'm very much uh, like you I'm, I am I feel like that I'm, I'm a traditionalist I love like mm. the physical work and even when I first thought about it I was like that sounds terrible like you buy an artwork and it just doesn't it's not displayed in your home mm. but you can now actually get these screens like even we're speaking to Samsung and on yeah. our new platform we actually you can buy the screens that you can have these artworks on as well so you can display them as yeah. well so all it is is already what's happening in the digital world but now it's actually on this blockchain that you can actually see the provenance of the work but mm. also you can resell it as well into it more of, and also a, a larger audience as, mm. as well
1: yeah and do you know what the good thing is um a friend's son is a artist and he is he was really struggling and now he's doing nfts because he's an amazing digital artist as well he's making some money yeah that's, that's so hard. so as a base for artists to actually make some money it's fantastic um no, it's, it's
0: very exciting. Yeah. And look, you've got artists like James McGraw who are phenomenal painters and then watching his work move. Oh, yeah, it's just magic. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's fascinating. And that was great for us to watch him do the, and push himself and yeah. like, wow and He was
0: so excited about yeah, it when he it, told us. It
2: was it, it was amazing and that's what we love to do as well, try yeah. new different avenues, try different mm. things and pushing the artists that we're working with to like into new realms Mm. and and new ideas. That's, Mm. That's what, that's where I feel like our sweet spot is, is like, what about if you do this and, you know, slowly pushing and, Thinking it about mm. it in a different realm and crossover into different industries. Do you have much crossover into
0: fashion or different markets like that?
2: Uh, originally, the thing is, we do. We still get calls from you know film companies and you know to, to do you know maybe some graffiti walls yeah. and um, with culture scouts, I got that a lot more. Uh, yeah, with fashion, not not so much um, now because we you know we've got our sweet spot, I guess, mm. is just with the corporates, but. Um, yeah, it would be nice to do something like that. But mm. I, we're looking at, as I said, we'd, we love collaboration. Next year we want to, you know, work with like a, fa- um, looking at a furniture company and then we we're going to do some talks and mm. talking to the National Arts School about doing something Like just we wanted to have like a space where you can, I think it comes down to space yes. actually, coming right back to it. Would it, you um, have a physical
0: gallery again?
2: Uh, I, the thing is as soon as you've got that, then you're pinned down mm. to being there all the time. And I just love the idea that, you know, I didn't have to be there here. I love – I did come in because there's no one around in, you know, everyone worked from home. But um, maybe. I think if it had the right hours, yeah, I mean, definitely. But but, but shorter hours, I just – I think that as soon as you got a physical space, you're locked into yeah. that physical space. Mm. Yeah. So as much as I do love that idea, I think I'd love to do it for, like, a year or two mm. years and then get out. I just get too bored. Yeah. Well, ups. as you say, you're yeah. also
1: moving away from private collectors too. Mm. You're You're going down more the – Council government corporate route, so it might not really sit where you're going as well. I think
2: pop-ups are the way forward, aren't they? Maybe an NFT gallery. That's that's what we wanted to do: is actually have uh, an NFT (gasps) launch and exciting. uh, Yeah, so this is the sort of where, but also talks and like just having this chat, like just I just like collaborations, you know, Mm. and and thinking about those collaborations in a space, Mm. in a space. That's what I think that we really need in Sydney as well. Because the problem is, is if you have to bump in pop up somewhere, then you're relying on the space, the intention Mm. of the space, and sometimes it's not being painted or fitted out for – so you – You have to do it. That's the trouble. Yeah, it'd be nice if somebody was super wealthy and could just donate, like, a space. There's lots of them out there. Mm. Like the the government, they're super wealthy. well, the thing is you you do need to – I mean, look, I can. I actually – I know the City of Sydney are doing this and and Lisa Colley, who I love at the City of Sydney, she does a lot of cultural policy and we're trying to get – there are looking into how when you build a development, actually at the bottom is you can actually have like a a multifunctional space so the the artists can be in there, they can hold hold events. Mm. But it's just bigger than me. I had all these ideas and I've run out of – Foyers
0: and lobbies are just crying out for – well, let's see it. I that's, mean, what else? It's an entrance. Let's mm, make it into a gallery. Yeah.
2: But the other thing is, is what I think is also missing in these lobbies is actually having someone there that's you know that could be pa- like talking about their yeah. work. Yes, that's what I'm saying, like the community. Because mm. you've also, with these lobbies and everything, you've got to think about the community of that building as well. Because yeah. you know I talked about the hyperlocal. That's yeah. coming back even to the hyperlocal of these larger organisations. They actually have to have... Um, you know, who works in there. Because yeah. it's also, if you think about working in these spaces, like how do you bring people together within these organisations? So it's the culture of those places as well. And artists can help help them. Definitely.
0: Yeah.
1: Fascinating.
0: Oh, and
2: me, well, I could talk to you all I know, day.
1: goodness, wealth of I knowledge. want to lock you
0: in here. I know, <laughs>
1: bloody great. Well, apart from NFT and, you know, is there anything else going on next year for Art Pharmacy?
2: Well, uh, the second book, which is going to be oh, yes. great and probably a, a, the pop-up um, space. We are looking to do an activation, um, and we've got look. We've got some really great projects coming up um, in Melbourne. Some lobby pieces, working in a hospital. Just um, that fits. What, what a great pharmacy job you've in got in the hospital. Yeah, it's fun. It's well, no. and I really want to do something overseas. Actually, I really want to. Um, do I'd love to do something mm. overseas. Mm. I'm just ready to, um, and the team is as well. Mm. And I'd actually ha- love to have a um, retreat, a wellness retreat. That's my next thing is actually is oh, wellness. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. I'm very much We're about. Um, yeah. Well, we need a fi- wellness it's, retreat. We? <laughs> it's a five to ten year plan because I, I realise that <laughs> I, I need about $10 million. I was about there. to say,
1: you've got a lot going on there. Well, really? I
0: th- sell a couple of NFTs and then
2: you yeah, done that's, that, that's a strategy basically <laughs> yeah oh so, <laughs> well thank so you for good. having
1: us amelia it was wonderful i yes. think our
0: listeners are going to get
2: a lot oh. out of that well, okay time. well thank, thank you. you thanks It oh, was so lovely to speak to yeah. you though yeah. so, thank you i look you. forward to doing something with you guys next year yeah, yeah. we're ready yeah. we're here i'll just i'll just move in yeah.
1: please don't forget to rate and review and share this podcast it helps my mom and her friend fiona get more listeners thank you